Hi, I'm Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to the Pink and Black Playback, a 4 out of 10 podcast chronicling the 10 out of 10 career of one Brett the Hitman Hart, where we cover all the highs, the lows, and the pinky middles. It's me. It's me. It's J-D-D. <laughs> oh, yeah, that does rhyme. I'm surprised I never did that before, J-L-Y. <laughs> hey, it works for you, too. It's my, it's my, it's, it's J-L-Y. Me, oh, my, it's J-L-Y. <laughs> God. Yikes. And, and today, oh, we got a special one for you, folks. Oh. <laughs> special indeed. Today, we are talking about the year 2000 Lorenzo Lamas <laughs> fronted um action supernatural <laughs> adventure thriller the immortal yeah not to be confused with highlander buffy or that other show angel <laughs> or even like <laughs> Dark. Uh, the matrix because the way people look in the glasses fuck okay so those of, uh, those of you that have been around for a bit, um, you probably remember Lonesome Dove, uh, the show Brett was on, a cowboy western filmed outside of Calgary. Bang, bang, Brett. Uh, <laughs> it had a bright spot or two. I literally had one episode I liked. <laughs> we watched all the episodes Brett was in, though, if I'm not mistaken. In Damn, the end, just everything that he was in, everything we he was in and covered. Um, and in the end, we decided that you probably didn't watch them. It's not very good. <laughs> Maybe read the original books Lonesome Dove is based on or the original yeah. made the for film, TV the show, film, which, yeah. uh, made for TV film, which was very popular. With that said, we don't know shit about The Immortal. In fact, it's hard to know about The Immortal. The episodes are on YouTube. Easy to get across. I never knew that show existed. I couldn't tell you what time it was on because I, I never saw it. I honestly only heard of it because I was on Brett's IMDb page. And at we one found point, it. Yeah, yeah. Looking for information about Lonesome Dove yeah. specifically. I didn't know about this immortal thing. Um, but it is, just to give you the brief synopsis, it is the most generic year 2000 show ever Lorenzo Lamas is a guy with a samurai sword who is immortal uh, that's where they get the clever title from not a Highlander <laughs> and he keeps killing demons who then go into uh, a CGI portal that looks like a bad screensaver yeah they get sucked into a screensaver sends which is back to hell. Be, oh yeah a portal back into hell whenever he murders a demon he of course has two sidekicks one pretty science lady and one goofy blonde guy yeah he's he's pretty much got like the willie scott uh uh short round deal going on a bit i can but see white. that a bit. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh fuck i'm already just thinking and they they for some reason are on a tour bus the, yeah they that's travel their, they're traveling bus. headquarters um, and they kill demons that's really all you need to know yeah. because that's all i knew going into this almost None of the shows have episode synopses on IMDb. You can find a couple paragraphs here and there that sound yeah. like they came out of a TV guide uh, dis describing each episode. And uh, we're going to do our best to try and review <laughs> this because I can't do what I usually do when we talk about media. We don't have any, we don't have any of, references. Uh, matches. Yeah, I like to go through an episode synopsis and we'll talk about different parts. Yeah. So how we're going to try and make this work, and I'm already regretting the editing process of this. <laughs> I am Sorry. going to literally go from scene to scene and try to cue uh, <laughs> Mr. Young's brain here. <laughs> how I will remember it. Tell us how he remembers it. <laughs> And then we'll go from there. We'll nope. see if we can get through both of the episodes Brett were in, specifically episode three and episode ten. Now, typically Dylan relies on my, as he calls it, a steel trap of mind memory, but this show was so fucking ridiculous that it's hard to piece together what we watched. Yeah, entirely shot in Vancouver, yeah. in the Lower Mainland. Feels like within the same ten mile radius. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, like, like if they if they move five fucking blocks in either direction. And... <laughs> like they're shooting x-files like so, next door <laughs> brett in this one pays plays a demon himself he even has a really cool battle axe at least in the first did he have the battle axe in the second episode I yes he did he yeah did. he did and he had like a he had like a like a carrot not carriage he had like a basket full of like medieval weaponry from yeah. uh from a halloween store <laughs> he tells us that his name is randall yeah and he is on the most the nefarious of hell the, the, the most nefarious of demons they call him the collector randall his <laughs> job is to when demons aren't being evil anymore he kills them and sends them back to hell for yeah for for 
for slavery punishment. Which is hilarious because Lorenzo Lamas's whole thing is when the <laughs> demons are being evil, he kills them he and sends, sends them, them back to hell. hell. So I don't really understand the whole process here, but it's not for me to, to figure out. They're both in the same industry, but one is one is a demon... He's a collector. <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas is like if you ordered a uh, action movie hero from Wish... <laughs> This is what you'd get. Well, you know, he, like he makes Lou Diamond Phillips look like a, just a classy character in every film. Lou Diamond Phillips does some classy movies. He's actually though. a charismatic human being. Yeah, totally. That's the difference. Lorenzo Lamas was always the guy playing the backup to somebody else, or or having his, his own day. action. Well, he had a show in, in the '90s called Renegade. Yeah, where he was right. a renegade. It would have been the show he did right before this. It ended yeah. like '97 or something. Yeah, and then yeah. But, um, <laughs> so we're gonna start um, the first scene. They are on the bus, Josh. I don't know if you remember this. Or no, they're yeah, they're on the bus. Lorenzo Lamas is walking around with his sword. The weird blonde guy opens up the closet full of weapons. What? We see the that thing they used to do in the '90s when someone had a laptop, and on the laptop they show a screen that is completely like just some CGI'd fake version of what a computer might. No, look it was like. infrared and meters. And, uh, yes. and radar. What are they doing with this this computer, Josh? Do you remember? Uh, they that's how they they sense not sense uh, track demons because apparently the demons emit like a high fever. Yes. And show up in red, whereas humans show up in blue. They are just which particularly makes no sense. warm people. <laughs> yeah, that's funny too because it's not that people are cold; they're just producing less heat than a demon would. A demon's running on on full fire. This whole scene is also ADR to shit. The beginning of it. The beginning. This, of it, it's ridiculously that whole ADR. Scene, that whole scene is, is just dub. ADR, and they're in a studio. There's no need for this. Not on location or anything special. <laughs> For whatever reason, maybe they had some mic issues, and there was literally a moment there where we're like, is it just going to be like this for the whole fucking thing? And I thought it was just the quality of the YouTube video, oh, it's just playing slow or, or out of sync, but it was not the case, because you go into different scenes, and they're speaking whatever they recorded. And I'm like, did they record this without sound at the beginning? And I'm like, this is all peculiar. <laughs> so there's like a guy who they know of, or at least they find out about who trapped some demons and he wants them to meet the demons because he thinks he can rehabilitate the demons which is kind of a weird phrasing when you think about it because <laughs> rehabilitation implies that at one point these demons were solid folk like they were <laughs> this would be habilitating good, yeah good good gone bad <laughs> completely bad and then you're trying and to rehabilitate them to be good and we get, and they're like, okay, I guess we'll go talk to Buddy. And that's basically, it's it's a really weird cold open to be like, ah, oh, shit's going on. It's, yo, these guys, we know they're demons. Cool, we should talk to Buddy. He says he's uh, trying to whatever. Well, they get, a, they get a track, they get a track on him to at this uh, at this uh, homeless mission. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how they find him. That's how they find their... him. And then, like, these demons are making a soup that they're going to poison the homeless people. Yep. But McQueen, the guy's... Before we get okay, there, okay. though, I just want to mention the fucking credits <laughs> again very screen shave saver it's a bunch of fire there's some weird demonic imagery, imagery. there's even like a clock and like a compass flying around <laughs> i think shots runes from like, runes can't forget the like runes. The shogun era japan like <laughs> i hope you like that bullshit if you like white samurais yeah. boy. well you're still not gonna like the show but it's a start it's a start before before tom cruise was the last white samurai it was lorenzo lamas and truly Josh, the title card is literally the words the immortal with a in sword like a vampire serif font <laughs> yeah with a fucking katana underneath it <laughs> and it just like and i just remember lorenzo lamas like falling through the air and this whole fucking thing it doesn't make any sense and him and his team walking through fire oh my god impressively nonsensical this is not Highlander, is what they're trying to tell you. So then, yes. Then the next scene we go to, Lorenzo Lamas has his little shotgun. Actually, it starts pretty quickly. Like, as soon as they get there, you we cut uh, to this image of these two people uh, pouring stuff into a big thing of soup. There's nobody else in this. By the way, there's apparently, like, the guy who works here and the two demons are the only people at this shelter. Yeah. And, 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 me, and, like, a mild smattering of homeless people. One thing I know about spending years working community support yeah. jobs, it's that uh, homeless shelters are always empty and there's never anyone there. <laughs> it's, Clearly. It's just so much people, so much space. They're you running can... with a vacancy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Although you might get stabbed. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. There's small indications that they are demons. 
Mm-hmm. They act evil. Yeah. Sometimes their eyes glow yellow. They, They'll one, give them fake teeth. In one scene, yeah, they give them the demon teeth, which is like, a, again, a buffy yeah. thing, but they don't even do like face putty no, or anything. No, no, no. They just make their eyes glow yellow. In one scene, not in this episode, but in the <laughs> next episode, Brett's face gets like weirdly elongated. Yeah, yeah. And almost, I'm reminded of all things Evil Dead, where Ash's face gets stretched out. Right, yeah. Army of Darkness. That's Army of Darkness. And he has to shake his chin out. Yeah. Like, he does yeah. that whole bit. So we've got these three people gleefully poisoning this stew. Yeah. And then um, Marty McFly and Lorenzo Lamas come in. <laughs> and I call him Marty McFly because the young, goofy, blonde guy is wearing a, like a puffy red vest at this point that guy yeah, <laughs> yeah truly that guy went on to be the racist villain in harold and kumar he's the one that's like and tag him and his crew are always antagonizing harold and kumar the guys are always like extreme that's right oh my god memories <laughs> that guy i i bet you he probably still puts harold and kumar on his cv but doesn't mention the immortals like that. <laughs> why not that was huge um, what is it? Two or three demons? I gotta see how many demons it is. Two here. demons in the Two beginning of the, the soup kitchen. kitchen. There's a guy with black hair, and then there's this little adorable pixie cut girl next door kind of demon. Yeah. Which I guess that they did on purpose because the whole thing is about like making me good people, and she looks like she could be a good person. Anyways, Lorenzo Lamas comes in. The other guy. No, first the other guy. Uh, other guy comes in. Uh, McQueen. Tries McQueen, yeah, yeah. He who, was an ex guitarist for some band in the like 60s. Silver Strings or something. I don't know. The, the 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 nerd bomber sidekick guy recognizes him. Says, Whoa, you played at Woodstock. He's also missing a hand. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they do a prosthetic <laughs> hand bit. <laughs> yeah, where his hand gets sliced off uh, during the fight with these demons. Yeah, and the fights are like. You know, your typical crappy late 90s uh, martial arts, like a couple high kicks. Lorenzo Lamas has got some good uh, hip mobility. I can say that. He can do a good front kick. (laughs) Clever camera work to to hide all the stunt work and 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 stupidity. (laughs) uh, Lorenzo Lamas kills one demon. Guy gets, again, sucked into his screen. His Windows 95 screensaver. (laughs) This horribly... this this horribly done and implemented, and again, even for the time period, um, swirling mass of hell, um, Buddy gets head chopped off. And what I like about it is, like, as soon as they die, this thing shows up. It's like, yeah. as they're dying, they fall into hell. Yeah, and then they do some, like, weird acting, like they're convulsing, It's and then they like, get sucked in. I, I guess they probably didn't want to do the dusting thing, because that's, like, a Buffy thing. Maybe that's yeah, they, oh, yeah, like they always else. powdered away. So they were like, but this looks way worse. It's like something <laughs> from a Guar video, you know? Like, it just it looks silly. So he fucking goes... And then uh, Lorenzo Lamas is like, all right, time to cut the bitch's head off. And then he wheels up, and then our buddy McQueen, McQueen he like gets in between uh, Lamas and the little pixie haircut demon, and he puts his hand up. He's like, no! And then gets his hand cut off. It's like, whoopsies. And it's like a big, like, goofy, like, oh, yeah. it's a oh, Don't worry, it's a fake. Oh, it's just a thing I do. It's, uh, it's funny. Anyways, let's go back to my uh, my compound where I put people in cages and try to convince them that they don't want to be demons anymore. I put demons in cages. <laughs> so they literally use the um, hand thing as like a cut to commercial because yeah. you realize right away it's fake. And it's like, oh, oh, oh. And then they cut. Of course, we're not watching commercials. We're watching them on YouTube. <laughs> but when they come back, the other demon lady, I don't know why, but she's fall- she must have fainted. She doesn't like the sign of guy cutting his hand off because they come back from commercial and she's lying on the floor like she's unconscious. She got hit with a with a frying pan. Oh, that's right. No, blonde. The uh, smart blonde lady shows up and hit her in the back. Yeah, yeah. She fucking Pearl Harbors him. The doctor. Then when they come back, she's on the ground and she's lying next to the hand and he picks up the hand and he's just like, oh, you know, I think people uh, deserve a second chance. And the kid's like, hey, he used to play guitar in Woodstock. You were there. Just very quickly trying to establish these people that you know are not coming back, back at any point. So they drive their tour bus, tour bus, <laughs> to Guy. And again, I don't know. I guess he just used all the money from he made in the 60s or something. Yeah, it has and this like farm. Like a compound, basically. Yeah. Um, and Lorenzo Lams is like, hey, you can't fucking make people not be demons. And the other guy's like, oh, I think it's worth a shot. And that's the whole premise of the episode, yeah. really. And the doctor trying to convince Lorenzo Lamas that maybe we should give this a try. Oh, Remember? Because she's like, you use swords and guns and I use scientific formulas. And maybe yeah. we can, maybe if, if we can figure out a formula to, to quell the demons, we can, we can win. Homie, your friend lives forever. <laughs> And he cuts people's heads off who turn out to be horrible spirit monsters yeah. who then instantly fall into, into a hell. Yeah. Like, 
a, a portal full of fire. <laughs> it probably smells like sulfur, and they just instantly disappear. Fucking looks like a Shang Tsung Dragon V to hell we, fucking world combat deal. We take our our people inside, and we uh, with them comes the other demon girl. And once we've made it inside, we meet. Two, Two other, other demons. demons who I guess are on the mend to being good folk. They're being rehabilitated. They're on they, one of the steps. One okay. of the many steps of rehabilitation. This show is obsessed with shining bright lights through windows because it makes it look creepier. Yeah. In the next episode, we go to a diner that's in hell. Yeah. And so <laughs> they demonstrate. I guess we go there briefly in this episode too. But they, they demonstrate that it's in hell by shining red lights. Yeah. Red floodlights through the windows. But there's Here, a lot of green light coming into his. I was going to say. Yeah. I didn't even remember this. But when they come to Buddy's house, it's all these green fucking lights going through his Window. His window. What plane of existence is he on? Like, I don't know. It's, the good kind? <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. So he's all like, yeah, this is uh, Betty and Jim or whatever the fucking names are. And they're uh, they're demons, but they're demons. being rehabilitated. We're doing what we can. I believe people can change. And he's like, well, I don't. Oh, my God. So they decide they're going to feed the demon. They got her locked up in a cage. And she's just like, why are you feed her spaghetti. In a cage? He's like, well, that's to protect us. And she's like, well, you guys are the ones with the guns, right? So it's kind of weird. Eh? <laughs> so it's weird that the demon's already making the good points. And she's having a bit of dinner, isn't she, Josh? Yeah, she, she, they're feeding her spaghetti. And she's eating it with her bare hands. Yeah. She's and eating like, it like worms. Exactly. Like, again, like she's trying to look like a cartoon wish, uh, witch uh, eating fake worms to, to gross out children. She's literally like... Picking spaghetti off a plate like she's fucking Charlie from Always Sunny and just like <laughs> dangling yeah, one dangling, strand of spaghetti. And it's like, of course, it is marinated up spaghetti. It's not just <laughs> fucking raw noodles. It's not off-putting because she's actually kind of cute and attractive. So it's just like, it's just fucking weird after the fact. Yeah, I'm too old to be developing new fetishes at this point. It's done. <laughs> but uh, Dr. But, Lady and McQueen are constantly no. trying to convince Lorenzo Lamas that this rehabilitation works. And even our our uh, kidnapped uh, demon here isn't completely sure that this this works. But yeah. by even but just by the end of this particular scene, <laughs> she's kind of like, well, you know, maybe I deserve a second chance. Yeah. I'm going to eat this spaghetti real weird. Hey, you humans are dumb. <laughs> That's basically yeah. the whole fucking thing. Cut to the next scene. We're outside. We've got Lamas talking to the lady. And she's like, hey, science and people can change. And he's like, no, man, I'm just wearing this duster and cutting off heads. I don't want to hear none of that. I also have guns. <laughs> then we get a flashback, Josh. You want to explain these flashback scenes? His, uh, his Japanese sensei that's teaching him the way of the samurai. I love it. Which it's... amounts to really nothing. <laughs> and it's, uh, what I love is they try to give Buddy a top knot here, his uh, yeah. sensei. So he's going back in his mind to, like, I don't know, feudal Edo Japan. Japan or yeah. I don't know what Being it is. Being a white guy in feudal Japan. But it's long enough ago that he's immortal and this is supposed to also help show that. Um, and his sensei is this guy who's got like long hair. And they try to make it look like a top knot. Yeah. Right? But his hair is not cut appropriately for a top knot. So it's just a loose bun on it's the back a, of his it's head. It's a shitty wig, is what Which it is. It's fine. He's waxing philosophical. He's thinking about his old sensei in feudal Japan. Or should I say just lower mainland in some park somewhere in Vancouver? <laughs> Surrounded by redwood trees. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like, know the redwood tree existed in Japan. <laughs> and then later we go to, uh, there's another scene in a forest in a following episode. And it is this exact same forest. They don't even try to go somewhere else. No, nope. they're in the same fucking park. So he's training and the training's just sort of about how like, you know, you can get better if you try. It's a classic training montage, and I think they're trying to make allusions to the fact that demons can change too, maybe. Yeah. Or like, at least. He, they're alluding to the fact that he should give this whole rehabilitation thing a shot. You really got to work at it, yeah. Lorenzo. Maybe you can't be killing everything, but it turns out that's a farce. He's got to kill everything. Otherwise, he wouldn't have a fucking show. And these other two uh, slightly rehabilitated demons are just kind of funny looking. Um, if anybody knows who Kate Micucci is from <laughs> uh, Garfunkel and Oates and a million TV shows and movies. They got the one she's, the one that looks like her. She's great. She's great. And um, some dude with like these caterpillar eyebrows that is passing for a demon. You know who he kind of looks like? Speaking of Vancouver actors, fucking Total Recall. Um, Michael Ironside? Yeah, he reminds me. Again, Dollar Store Michael Ironside. <laughs> yeah. Dollar Store Michael we got Ironside. All the, we got all the fucking uh, stand-in extras, man. Vancouver casting, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, are we going to get it to the, to the, to the testing scene? He's going to test their rehabilitation? We've got snakes. Yeah, got the snake and the kitty. Cat. Yeah. So, do you want to explain that? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's uh, McQueen, this uh, ex-rocker who's rehabilitating all these demons. He's showing Lorenzo Lamas and company and his team that uh, this is proof of their rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. So he's testing, test, quote-unquote, testing these demons, 
pulls out the littlest, teeniest, tiniest kitty, and then pulls out a giant boa constrictor yeah. to test how evil they are. And one of them demands that the snake eat the fucking cat. But it doesn't happen. The team starts talking to Lorenzo about, oh, maybe it is going to work. Then the one, the sidekick kid is like, hey, where's the cat? The chick that you mentioned there, the other demon chick. The, the Kate Micucci. Kate Micucci the there. Kate Micucci chick. <laughs> Kate Micucci, she got the fucking Smooch cat in her Micucci. mouth. And there's like this fake ass fucking tail coming out of her mouth. And they're like, spit out the cat, spit out the cat. And then she does, and it comically like flies out of her mouth into Sidekick's yeah, lap. It's not even like spit out. The other, uh, the, our, uh, the other demon gives her the fucking Heimlich, and she shoots right? it out yeah, of her face like it's face. a like it's a peach pit. It's no, it was hilarious. McQueen that gives her the Heimlich, no, exactly. shoots the cat Which out into Sidekick. He's got one hand, and they keep. He, <laughs> he's to, to demonstrate the fact that he's only got one hand. They put this like ugly um, flesh tone latex glove yeah, on his actual his, act, yeah. his actual hand, and he walks around. With his hand like, not moving, not yeah. moving, like attached to his, like right in front of his body. Which I get if you didn't have a limb that you might do that with a prosthetic at some point for comfort. <laughs> but he's in his own home. Why wouldn't he just take it off? They keep, yeah, he keeps wearing that fucking Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, and then the his sleeve with the prosthetic hand is buttoned all the way to the top to cover it up. So it just looks ridiculous. We cut outside to a very nice little patio, frankly. With uh, <laughs> and they, we got like. The demons are all taking some, it looks like pink lemonade from everybody. And then, oh my God, <laughs> your hero and mine, Randall, Randall, not Brett, Randall, <laughs> scourge of the demon everywhere. <laughs> the demon, demon hunter, the <laughs> hitman, forged I mean... in the fires of the fifth layer of hell, <laughs> brandishing a battle axe of singular design from a Hollywood alley. <laughs> Destroyer of demons everywhere, <laughs> Randall. Randall dressing up like like Triple H or like early two thousands. The jean vest and the leather he coat. He stole that from fucking Brett. Brett. Clearly, yes. Just to cut it <laughs> cut it short, he shows up and he um, kills fake ass Michael Ironside. Immediately cuts his head cuts off on his, his graduation off, day. Grabs his head, but he falls into one of those stupid fucking pits. <laughs> He's like, "All right, everybody, I'll have a good day," and just like really leaves. And oh, don't you forgot his accent? I, I, they I, gave Brett a southern he accent. He forgets his accent several times. <laughs> they give him a southern accent. Like, howdy, y'all. Yeah, he keeps calling everybody cowboy, pilgrim. You think oh, he's back on? on uh, I think they're trying to capitalize on his his cowboy. Yeah, on his cowboy his, Luther Root his role. His star making role as Luther Root. As Luther on Root. Lonesome Dove, the series. Yeah, they're trying and to capitalize. Lonesome Dove, the outlaw years. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Lonesome Dove, the series, series. season two. <laughs> Sorry, go on. They're trying to capitalize on that, I think, by make, giving him a cowboy country accent. Why didn't they just stick this with is... Brett's regular, regular normal voice? It's like, the accent is so bad. I'm reminded of stories of actors like Nicolas Cage who are just like, I'm just going to do a weird voice for this one. And people are like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like any it's other like wrestler that... that does it. But it, it's just that bad that it feels like it's a joke because he keeps falling in and out of it. Every so often you get a sorry. Yeah. Or like... <laughs> Some other Seal. Yeah, and so literally he just takes the head and he's like, Oh, all right, everybody. Bye. And then they're like, Who the fuck is that? And then they some of the demons go on to explain. Yeah. And then they literally all move back inside, and the two lady demons are like, Yeah, that's Randall. He's an asshole. Everyone's scared of Randall. <laughs> <In> the... <laughs> we can't be good people otherwise. Lorenzo, Lorenzo Office is like, it's like Randall was a myth. He was supposed he's the demon demon hunter. And yeah, the collector. The collector. And he's supposed to be this myth. Like, I didn't think he was real. He's not a collector. I guess he collects heads. But we only but ever we, we have see him one head. Him it's once. not like he's it would be great if he had like a garbage bag just full of different heads. He's like, oh great. Puts that in his bag and leaves. Like, oh, everybody see you later. But he doesn't even do that. He just takes Buddy's head and walks away. Yeah, because that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility in this fucking idiotic show. They could they could only afford the one prosthetic head. It they, could have been. They spent the rest of their budget on the prosthetic hand and they're in yeah. those floodlights and they yeah. were fucking done. The graphics, you understand? <laughs> they keep doing that like film noir lighting, like through like the, yeah. the shutter fans. They're, they're blowing that fucking green light. <laughs> Green and white light. Green in one window, white, white in the, in the other. other. And I don't know why, but that's the look they're going for. <laughs> so basically, this next scene is all just Lorenzo being like, I told you. Told you. Can't do, can't do nothing. And all the demon ladies are like, yeah, if we try to be good, they'll kill us. And if we try to be, if we're bad, you'll kill us. They're also, yeah, no, they're also do. equating Randall and and Raph. We should, we're not going to call him Raph. Yes. That's Lorenzo Lamas's Raphael. His, they refer to him as Rafe. Rafe. 
Raphael, Raphael, but they don't call him Raphael. They call him Raphael. Ray. It's like they knew that he was too much like a Ninja Turtle already, because <laughs> of the sword and like the we bad saw a pair of Psy in his in his weapons closet. <laughs> He's like, "What's the difference between you and Randall?" Lorenzo yeah. Lamas. So we get another scene where Lorenzo Lamas runs outside, and then the blonde comes to talk to him again about the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Remember, no, he hey, he goes trying. to that bust. With, and they show the bust of, or a statue of some ass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about they're waxing philosophical again about the the merits of rehabilitation. Well, we also get the cut to another classic scene of oh yeah, yeah. He finds for some reason apparently uh, Randall, who's got this really crazy battle axe and good weapon, from Halloween six, Alley. it's good, good, good damage on that. So he's got this ridiculous like yeah, it's like a spirit Halloween <laughs> spirit fucking Halloween. axe, uh, and somehow this amazing axe that is super strong. And very, very light, leaves Fucking a like chips. silver dollar size chip. Yo. And he finds it outside when they're standing next to the butt statue. <laughs> and they're like, oh shit, what's this? And he picks it up, and then he gets a flashback scene here to being back into, I can only assume, feudal Japan. Yeah, when um, he's making a sword. Making a sword. Right. Yeah. That's what white people do in, in when they're the last samurai in feudal Japan. They make swords. But then he's explaining to his sidekick mm. that it's a, it's a strange, it's, it's an alloy that's not from Earth. Oh, yeah. We also get. Uh, <laughs> Because we're all kind of worried about her, everyone decides to tie up What's-Her-Face again, the other demon lady. Yeah, they put, like, a, a thing on top of her head and, like, sensors on her fingers or whatever. I guess they're trying to read her emotions or whatever, and she's no, tied and down they, like it's yeah, a, a possession. Yeah, on, on this and fucking old-ass right. lazy boy. He's got this <laughs> giant box with knobs that he's, like, turning, and it's, like, electrocuting her, I guess? Yeah, but they subject her to electroshock therapy. This is some shit that would not get past the board. And, and the science lady... On on team team Lamas there, she's she remember she keeps referring to her gizmos as like whoa the rehabilitation's working their their te internal temperatures have gone down to ninety eight degrees I was like that's still a fucking fever it <laughs> like, seems pretty bad like what is their normal <laughs> internal temperature on fire? like two hundred degrees so like, much yeah. that you would feel them if you're on the same city bus yeah like, it's, it's not just a little warmer they touch fucking ground and would start melting and so, lighting on fire I don't understand a lot of the show for obvious reasons we just watch out of context things, but. <laughs> there is this thing of them going back to hell a couple times. At first, I was like, is this even hell? Is this just at a building somewhere? But the red light, I think, is to let us know we aren't on so, the natural plane. Wait, Randall, Brett, took <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas, Raph, to hell? And they, they're think, in a fucking diner? I think Lorenzo Lamas went there. I right. think there's yeah, some yeah, way yeah, of yeah, reversing, because yeah. before that even happens, he talks to everybody about the weird little special alloy he's got, and he's going to yeah. use this as somehow to track him. Then we cut to that scene there where he's like, you know, there's the other guy fixing the axe or oh, whatever, yeah. and they're in like the Hellforge, and Brett, or sorry, Randall, is sitting there <laughs> reading a flyer or something, and Lorenzo Lama shows up, and he's being the bad boy of hell, and being like, oh, you know, blah, 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 and then they go to the diner. Oh, yeah, I remember diamond. watching that in the film Heat. Yeah. <laughs> Red Window's going through. He's basically just explaining to it, like, hey, man, like, you and I just had the different, we do the same thing, but yeah. different, different jobs, you know? This is professional courtesy. He's doing these, <laughs> he's giving the Omar Court speech from The Wire. I got the gun. You got the briefcase. Yeah. It's no, the, the Pacino De Niro. Uh, yeah, they do that remember, too. they're having yeah. coffee there, and he's like, what's the difference right. between us kind of deal? That's actually a good point. That might literally be the original <laughs> yeah, point. They to. totally aped that. And then the the server, because there's the servers, this waitress is in hell, because of course there would be, you have to be hell if you. And she's sucking eternity. on a lollipop, getting him coffee and shit. Yeah, and Brett's like vaguely flirting with her and he gets a, a pot of coffee, which he then drinks from the pot. Yeah, right there. out of her hand. For no reason, really. He's like, oh, I'll tip you good later. Honestly, like 90% of this episode so far has been either in Buddy's little shack or it's been on the bus. So <laughs> seeing another location is great. Yeah, guys. Remember the bus? The, the team's headquarters? The Immortals? headquarters so he leaves and goes back and he goes and tells everybody like hey we gotta fucking randall he's a problem but also you know well randall tells him too he's like i'll take you out too if yeah, i exactly. if you get in my fucking way of getting these demons back i was like don't you want that they to haven't happen? exactly like they haven't really established why randall and the immortal aren't like they don't have to be friends but like why are they enemies yeah right this you, is all professional courtesy especially because so far he believes that you can't convert people right you can't convert demons so and Randall's like, that's true. So I, I take their heads at this point. I guess there is some up in the air of whether that is true or not. Right. Ugh. And, <laughs> you know, I'm sure this show will lead to like, like a Buffy or 
uh, or angel-like place where like, yeah, there is a way of coming back sometimes, right? Right? That's where we're going to go with this, right? They're not going to make this all not worth anything at all, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be silly. Yikes. Page haircut lady is like all like uh, tied down or whatever, but she breaks herself away and grabs Buddy's pros- uh, pro- uh, I was gonna say prostate, prostate hand. <laughs> That's one. His Much better movie. <laughs> and turns it into a real hand. Um, this <laughs> does not start clapping. <laughs> leads to her being like, hey, you get to play guitar again. And he's yeah, like, and he starts ah. rocking he's out. getting like Needful Thing face on here. <laughs> she, and, Yeah, he starts rocking out in front of her. McQueen! And we cut back to our sidekicks talking in the van for some reason. And then we cut back to McQueen playing guitar, putting it down. And she's like, man, you're really good at guitar. That's really fucking great. And he's like, yeah, my fey hand's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> And then she's, like, threatening him at this point. She gets him to put his hand through one of those fucking... Uh, pen... Those not, no, uh... Receipt, um... Punchers. punchers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that you'd see at, like, a diner or something. They are not in the diner, mind you. They are in his... Back of his shack. His shack. I, why would you just have that on your desk? You don't need to be... What kind of receipts is he keeping? Exactly. <laughs> Like, one for every demon <laughs> rehabilitated we then get a flashback again to lorenzo lamas being trained by his uh sensei, sensei and or using senpai, one of the two. uh a kendo stick this time which is quite cute right yeah um, they're doing kendo stick training not to be confused with steve blackman <laughs> so then we are outside of the farm area randall shows up again with the guy whose head he previously cut off he's like no i'm good now i'm, I'm back to being an evil guy yeah and, i am uh, not rehabilitated we're coming to get you we're gonna fucking kick your butt now and uh he's like well i don't know about that and then uh, randall says some stuff in his horrible accent <laughs> his country western him. accent and then um pilgrim cowboy he goes on like just this. like yeah, but I brought a gun. Boom! <laughs> and shoots at Randall. Doesn't miss him. Other guy has a... has a, He he brings a shovel, or he grabs a yeah, shovel while yeah, they're yeah, there. Yeah. Doesn't feel the need to, like, arm himself. Attacks Lorenzo Lamas. Once again, gets his fucking head cut off. It goes back, to, back hell. to hell. And then it's Randall versus um, Lorenzo Lamas here. Oh, you're forgetting his line. Oh, oh yeah. Let's wrestle! <laughs> yeah. Real real on the nose there <laughs> in case you didn't know brett is a wrestler <laughs> and when uh, the sidekicks are finally like hey something's wrong here and they make it back from the bus into the the shack uh buddy's sitting there with the two da- demon ladies yeah and he's doing that thing where he's like holding onto his wrist and looking at his newly formed demon hand and how happy <laughs> he is about it and they're like wait we think they're still evil thinking and about going like, back oh, on the road no. we've tricked you <laughs> yeah the two chicks were like, we've got you. Yeah. This whole rehabilitation thing was a scam, and we've Just converted him to, to our side. Get this motherfucker and some needful things bullshit. We're going <laughs> to trick him into giving us the soul. And he's turned evil. He's yep. done his heel turn. He's he's done a full-on, I'm now evil heel turn. Uh, the sidekicks run back to the van, which, again, not the van, sorry, the bus, which is parked like 10 feet from the front door, <laughs> which makes all of this, like, them being somewhere else hilarious, because everyone's just walking around. They're but not... they've locked the door so yeah. the demons can't get in, can't because, get you know, they can't. Yeah, exactly. Not really. They're like <laughs> philosopher They can't really. Can't figure it out. And then, but they spend that part of the scene trying to load a shotgun. Yeah, they go running back in and start loading a shotgun, and... I think this show does a lot that we hadn't really brought up is this unnecessary slow-mo. It has the two demons running back out to Randall in slow-mo for some reason. Randall does the crazy demon face thing where it's like, yeah, (laughs) would you do that, cowboy? (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, he, uh, because the demon, the demon chicks come out. Yep. And then Randall's like, Randall's like, get back. He's mine. And then they're like, fuck you, Randall. <laughs> he doesn't even cut their heads off. He just slices, slices at them and they start doing the weird demon dance. And then they each get their own little portal. Portal to back to hell. Just, I'd like to point out, you see no blood. You see little to no contact of any action. And then we got a scene on the on the bus where our blonde science lady and our goofy sidekick guy are. And she's like, man, you're going to have to shoot somebody with that shotgun. You're going to have to get out there. It's just basically her like <laughs> pushing him out the door. Yeah, but they're trying to load it and they're like passing. They're like hot potatoing the shotgun. And then I don't know why there was a scene change here. But for some reason, Randall and Lorenzo Lamas are now inside of a barn. They crash. He, he fucking does a Goldberg yeah. spear on him. And, and then they, they go into the, into the barn. Into a barn. And they are now they are fighting in the barn yeah. with their weapons weapons and uh buddy shows up gets his yeah hand, mcqueen gets his, his hand, cut, hand off. cut off and it kind of twitches a little bit which like, turns oh, wow. back into a prosthetic hand yeah, which somehow turns him good 
again, and he's like, it's evil oh, dead no, rules, man. They hand. cut off the hand. It's and not evil anymore. Randall continues to fight uh, Lindsay and they're kind of at like a stalemate, and they're like holding each other, and then his phone rings. His cell phone. Portable phone. His Motorola. Real modern vam- uh, vampire. Demon here. <laughs> he picks up the phone. Yo, yo, yo. Okay, boss. Wait, wait. Okay. All right, boss. <laughs> and you get it. You get it very much. Uh, are you there, Satan? It's me, Randall. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, I gotta go somewhere else. He's, he's like, like what? who is that? He's no, like, hey. yeah, they stop the fight, and he's like, who is that? He's like, who do you think it is? I'm like, your boss is your boss is the Satan. He's making a fucking call. call? <laughs> he literally just called you. Your boss called you to go somewhere else now. So. Anyways, that's basically the end of the episode. He's like, yeah, I got other things to do. Um, you know, see you some other See you later. See and you later. And they're like, well, I guess that's the last time we try to rehabilitate any of these demons. Yeah. And, and McQueen's uh, like, I guess I'll just go to back to re- rehabilitating human people. Well, we'll go back to uh, Port's shelter. I haven't opened that door in six days. They're uh, locked in there. <laughs> I have no idea how long it's been. Those people are probably dead on the street. And that's the episode three ending of, so, of uh, The Immortal. Fucking Josh. What the fuck? <laughs> Please. What do you... What what's... What are what what's... Do you give this fucking episode of The Immortal? One prosthetic hand out of a possible ten prosthetic hands. I don't know what we're watching or who this is for. Yeah. And why they are aping popular, better television series. Just so overtly in a way where it's like, it's, I don't even know what your goal is here. It's not even covert. There's some... <laughs> There's some goofiness to it, too, where sometimes it feels like the next episode, there's a lot more of that. But it, every so often it tries to do stuff where it's like, oh, you're being funny and goofy. Like, again, you think you're Buffy. Yeah, there's or... like there's silly, silly, silly parts throughout this. But not Lorenzo Lamas. He can't be funny. He's got he's got no charisma. In the next all. episode, he kind of gets funny. So we're at the next episode. They try to be funny, <laughs> which is like the mid-season break for this show. Yeah, We're in hell. And uh, Brett's there, and so's uh, blonde page haircut lady, and she's dressed like an extra in the um in the dance floor scene from Blade. <laughs> the, the rave scene, yeah, blood rave scene. There's a big tall guy who looks. Oh, no, she's uh, she's kind of like crush bitch or <laughs> like sure whatever. Slave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to be because she ran away or whatever. And but, then there's another big guy who's uh, Brett knows or whatever. And then there's. Uh, another guy who wears like a Hawaiian shirt. So these are our demons currently in oh, the cafe. Oh, you forgot the uh, Omikuro or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's got very cool glasses, kind of like Lorenzo Lamas's, but only kind of. <laughs> but, in, but red red lenses. Very, I like again, to point out that uh, this level of hell is a uh, kitchen diner. Just the diner. Just the, Just the diner. diner. Everybody hangs out at the diner. There are. I'm looking at it now. It's hilarious. So it could have been American Graffiti. Again, I'm sure they explained this character before. Very, very big angel vibes here. But there's a guy who's just a head in like what looks like on top of a flan or something. It's like a head in a pan. Yeah. A head in a bowl yeah. of soup. Is that what it is? I uh, think so. It's not minestrone, but some yellow soup. But they use him as some sort of TV transistor so the people in hell can see what's going on in Earth. And that's the only way the people, the demons, mm-hmm. lesser demons, can know what's going on. Can know what's going on. Randall's to-do list. Do you remember this? Yeah, he gets orders from Satan, handwritten notes from Satan yeah. as to what to do. Which, again, this fucking clod, he can't even fold it up. It's all like crumpled <laughs> up piece of paper, and the other demons are looking at it. It's like, kill Raphael, eh? Yeah, number one on the list. Kill kill Lorenzo Lamas. And everybody knows him, right? Because, of course, he's got a reputation for generations he's been killing uh, demons, demons or whatever. 11,000 so like, something or other? I'd love to get that rabbit. Ooh, It really is that episode yeah. of fucking Looney Tunes now. <laughs> so I'm, I wonder if other big guy here was in a previous episode or something. I yes, you were. Yeah, this is like, think of it as like the uh, Sinister Six yeah. meetup. This is what this is. It's all like their one previous of those... big heavies are all coming together, but they're not teaming up, or maybe it's they competition. are. They're making up bets of who's going to get uh, the immortal. We don't know what they're betting. Uh, I don't know if they actually use money at this bar, uh, at this diner. Um, they don't. They barter They barter uh, uh, duties. Chores. Yeah. At one yeah. point, eventually they get to a point where one guy's like, oh, for a hundred years, you get to do your duties. They don't even know what that means. And it, uh, as far as I know, their duty is to sit around this fucking bar. And wash dishes. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> no one's serving food. <laughs> God. Or no, and coffee, I think yes. one of the main bets, too, is uh, whoever wins gets the other's uh, time on Earth. What I what I like about this is that it is so goofy though. Like I feel like if the whole show was at least this goofy, it would have been much more fun to watch. And all the lesser demons are in fucking weird costumes. Yeah. There's a guy dressed up I, as a ref. My 
I, I get the vibe like I, I think of Beetlejuice to some degree just because it's like I assume they all look like that when they died. I don't know, but I can't, I can't be because we see some of these demons in different periods. And they're, and they're all wearing, wearing, they're all wearing like bad but Halloween like, costumes. Literally, like one guy's dressed as a naval officer. Eventually, more demons come in to yeah. see what's going on with yeah. this whole attempt to kill homeboy. One's in a fucking Britney Spears schoolgirl outfit. And of course, they got a picture of Lorenzo Lamas up on the wall, which then they throw a fucking dagger. Yeah, around. and they, they graffiti fucking... it, make him look like a demon, and, and then throw a knife at it. <laughs> cut to our intro screen, which is like a filter with a fire and Lorenzo Lamas and the <laughs> pentagram and Lorenzo Lamas kicking a guy. Runes. And Lorenzo Lamas setting a house on fire and Lorenzo Lamas looking kind of pensive and then that forge scene from the previous episode and names of people and Lorenzo Lamas shooting a gun. I do love the gun and the sword. Does he need the sword? Can they not die from the gun? Because he was using the they gun. Can't kill, he can't kill him with the gun. But he, he was can only... holding them up earlier with guns. He's like, oh, I'm gonna get he you. can he can like kind of half stop him, but he needs the katana that he made in Japan as a white samurai to defeat the so demons. After our credits finish, we are out in front of a house that looks like it you could rent it out to film a porno in, like weirdly modern. And Sweet. The, and, the, <laughs> and the bus is in front of it, and our little sidekick is cleaning it as our blonde scientist lady is reading is the paper, reading a paper, and annoyed that she's getting wet from Buddy spraying the hose. Well, on he the thing. he purposely squirts her with the water. Yeah. And then they talk about a weird incident where he caught her in the shower. Yeah. Oh, that was that was really awkward too, because it's like, oh, it's an accident. He's like, well, you, the sound of water didn't tip you off or anything. And but she was also implying that, well, you know, part of our relationship is you do all of the work, and every so often you get to see me naked. Like, <laughs> what? what a trade-off. <laughs> what are we talking about here? <laughs> like... Anyway, so she's reading a paper about something that's not yeah. really important to the. The episode is very much so just like this guy's trying to kill. Lorenzo Lamas, this guy's trying to kill Lorenzo Yeah, Lamas. they're, they're, yeah, it's going to be the final uh, big boss type deals. Yeah. I think they're talking about a uh, missing child or something. This is something. No, no, no. They behavior. talk about, they talk about how he wants to get away from it all. He's got to be in his zone. And then the oh, sidekick, yeah. the sidekick is... and Lorenzo Lamas starts trading different languages at each other That's to. It. So this whole episode is, it's my day off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, e I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> Literally the concept. Fuck! So we keep cutting back to Buddy whose head is in a bowl of soup and the other demons there. And we see another new demon has appeared in the background. And no lines. No lines. Just extra it's just, watching, it's just, drinking coffee, hanging out in the back. It's just the one demon and with the fucking tight necklace choker and Guy Fieri shirt. So this leads to Lorenzo Lamas in a leather jacket just casually strolling through a children's park. And he seems to be the only adult around. In his long leather duster. Uh, no, no, he's wearing the short one. This is his, going, this is his spring leather jacket. Oh, um, casual wear. Right? It's one of those 90s leather jackets that, again, is just a little too baggy in a weird way. Like, yep. it's definitely not form-fitted or used for motorcycle purposes. Not at all. Anyways, he's like, hey, little girl who's crying. What's going in, on? In some of the fucking fakest 80-yard uh, crying. Yeah. I thought it was like someone... Someone panting, but it was supposed to be a little girl crying. And she's just like, well, you know, fucking the... Uh... Ice cream man is telling me my family sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, literally, so he's just being mean to children, which is great. This is how petty these demons are. They're coming after kids, telling them how much their family sucks. And then, I could have told you that. <laughs> you know, so Lorenzo Lamas approaches him, and the fight breaks out. He throws a bucket of ice cream at him, and then he whips out like a hook and like a... And, like, a no, he had a, a tire iron. He had both. He had like oh one of those yeah little, like, yeah yeah hooks from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and, and the again, tire iron. Why do you have that in that? Like, it's not a tool for an ice cream. Man. And they're just Whatever. fighting in a playground. You were joking. It's like, when did this turn into no. a fucking spawn comic? comic. <laughs> and they literally like keep cutting back to the other demons and Buddy, who's the head in the bowl, is just like, yeah. Then this is happening, and they're like, oh shit. To point out again, they're using the guy's head. I know this sounds fucking weird. Like you might have to. Yeah, they're but using like, it as a TV. That's how they can see it. But it's not even seeing anything. He's just explaining what's happening to them, which makes it even. And then funnier. they keep adding like forks and tin foil Eventually, to get yeah, a better get fucking a reception. Like I have bad reception, and it's like a little <laughs> one-time joke. But then every time we cut back to them, they put He's some got... other piece of metal on his yeah to get a better something. better uh, signal. And so they're fighting on the playground. Buddy breaks off a piece of the playground, uses it as a weapon. Doesn't go well. Lorenzo Lamas beats him up, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. well, we're coming for it." And he's like, "Well, good luck." He always he always has some fucking one liner too well, he when he kills a guy. 
they do the thing where they cut away as he cuts down. And again, you're, I guess you're supposed to believe he got cut in the gut. He is wearing all white. There is no blood, no cuts anywhere. They couldn't even cut that fucking costume. <laughs> but he spins him around on the little top or and whatever. And then the Windows 98 screensaver comes and fucking Peers sucks him to hell. Sucks him down. And then everyone's sad that Shang he some portal. <laughs> back in demon place. And then our two sidekicks are again being annoyed by each other inside of the house that they were in front of. No, and then the sidekick explains uh, he needs us away so we can go look for our, a place of our own. And then she's like, oh, perfect. I have the condo listings here. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to get caught in my lie. Let's hop in my Ford Explorer and then go find this, this fucking uh, completely expensive, unaffordable condo in... Uh, in the wharf area in Vancouver. Necessarily modern thing. <laughs> yeah. That like knowing uh, you know, BC real estate is probably owned by some conglomerate in China and no one's ever lived there. <laughs> Never lived there. Um <laughs> then we cut back and now we've got our referee friend who is wearing a long a demon. We're back back to explain yeah. the demons here. Now we've got a naval officer. Full naval officer dress. Britney and, Spears. Uh, we've got, I don't even know if she's in the scene yet. She comes in later. Uh, later. But uh, we also have a referee who's got a whistle, and he's got a long sleeve referee j- j- uh, shirt. Jersey, or in the zebra stripes. And bicycle shorts. <laughs> <laughs> Could not afford him. This, this budget did not call for slacks. <laughs> and then uh, we've got Lorenzo Lamas walking in slow motion, looking at people. He's trying to figure out if they're demons or not, and they're hunting him, just kind of yeah. walking through the streets. He's well, because his... they're they're talking about the running commentary is uh, from the demons in hell. Could That's the anybody. running commentary in this entire episode. He's like, the hunter is being the hunted, hunted and he doesn't, like and he it. can't trust anybody. And he's walking around and looking at people, and eventually he looks at like a mime. I'm and the like, <laughs> freeze frame on the vibe, and then they cut to him on the phone talking to like Buddy again. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do... He's like, I can't trust anybody. Again, I love how this is the year two thousand and everyone has a cell phone that's amazing coming a long way cliches a lot of motorolas and samsung's so he talks to buddy and he's like whatever i'm busy and buddy's like well stuff's going he's like "Eh, i can't hear it now i gotta walk away from yeah and then they go they go house hunting uh doctor and sidekick and we cut back to demons talking more and now buddy's got fucking tinfoil all over his head then we cut back again very quickly to lenzel wamas walking down a sheet a street next to a sign Written in like some some kanji or something like yeah. some kind of it, Asian lettering. We're in fucking China, Chinatown in Vancouver, and who, Josh? Could you guess? Pulls up in a in a convertible. His ex Japanese babe from feudal Japan, Omariko. Yeah, I guess. Who is also a demon also running a demon. running a gambit on on this motherfucker? Also being part of this thing, and she pulls up next to him. He has a brief flashback to her, and like yeah, they used to be a thing back in feudal like, Japan. Oh, you saved my life or whatever. And then she's just like, oh, I see you. We're going to help you. And, like, you know, we got to stop this. We have to be honest with everybody. Whenever they cut to the fucking flashbacks of him and his uh, Asian girlfriend, I just kind of, like, tuned out. Oh, yeah. Because this woman does have an accent, but then she fucking turns it on. On, yeah, that's not this, real. Like, in a way that's, like, hilarious to me. Yeah, but, like, instead of, instead of combating the immortal, she uses her powers of... Uh, demonic seduction to try mm. to lure him back using old feelings <laughs> and also like i'm willing to help you against the other guys I yeah because they're coming after you i'll help you because i want to be redeemed as previously established he's really cool with the idea of demons being actually just completely like people victims of circumstance they will change their ways right because that's yeah. what we learned in the previous episode is he feels that <laughs> way <laughs> fucking thing but the he's mo- not falling for any of this bullshit until he does question mark and our friends go check out the place, and they're basically, like, wasting this poor real estate agent's time. And then we cut back again to the demons, and there's even more people sitting around. Uh, yeah, Britney Spears lookalike, like, from the Baby One More Time video. Yeah. Like, oh. Classic. Cut back to Lorenzo Lamas and Amico or whatever, yeah. sitting in front of the fucking hardware store. And uh, she's like, hey, I can really do, you got to trust me. Why wouldn't you trust me? We've got to stop Randall. Oh, he's a real, he's going to get He's you. coming to get you. He's the one you got to be. We got about. orders. We got orders from the boss. They don't say Satan or Lucifer. They never do. They That's call hilarious. him the boss. And then like, who's that? And who do you think it is? Remember in the beginning of the episode? He's like, hilarious. He was like, I can't believe Satan created unions. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I forgot all about that. Boss was really uh, doing, doing, doing a, a job. Doing a service, that making unions. That was funny. That was good. That was Meaning good this, the, the entire show is not union (laughs) we're against unions they're not pro-union people almost forgot so as she's talking to him like you gotta watch it for randall i can help you though i'll help you with randall the fucking church bells go off josh 
Oh yeah, because they lose uh, the 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 lesser demons in hell uh, lose transmission from their talking head in a bowl because they're next to hollow ground. Mm-hmm. They can't hear. They start losing connection. Yeah, and then as she's talking to him, church bells her, go off. Church bells go off, and she freaks out like she's dying. Yeah, like, she's ah! having a fucking split and headache, and he's like, "What did you expect? We're over. You parked over We're by a church." church. <laughs> And it's like, I guess that's the thing. Again, maybe they've previously established that church bells make you lose your shit. But uh, When do you find out the real estate agent's a heel? Oh, not yet. Like, <laughs> I probably literally heard next scene. But we keep switching back from location to location. It, it to jumps location. around fucking everywhere between so, the three people. It goes from there. We parts. do another quick with the demons trying to figure out ways to make the, um, like, shove more shit in his mouth. He's holding a fork. So maybe He's got, like, multiple time. forks and tinfoil coming out of his skull. And Quit touching my hair. <laughs> got our fake couple back with the real estate agent looking at the unfinished house. And she's like, oh, it's a real fixer-upper or whatever. And They keep so. cutting back with uh, Lorenzo Lamas and, uh, and Omariko back in feudal yeah. Japan. For what no purpose? I don't know. We also get flashbacks to the stuff with Randall from the episode we just watched to remind people that he is a character. And still in the show. This is an episodic <laughs> show. There's a chance you had never seen this. There's no way this show didn't just air at 2 p.m. on a Sunday anyways. Right? We're not catching all <laughs> Or there. 2 a.m. on a Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Not much difference, really, when it comes to viewership. So uh, then uh, uh, the real estate agent walks away to take a phone call, and there's Randall. Randall. Oh. And then there's, yeah, Randall, Brett. She does, and you know people are demons because they do this like weird demon cat eye thing where their eyes yeah, turn like they're cat all, eyes. All their eyes, that's the only time you know people are demons Ooh. is when their eyes turn yellow. And then he starts making out with the real estate agent. Brett getting a piece of business. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> cut back to Lamos and Amico driving way too fast in that, in that red convertible. Going yeah. down alleyways and like these tastings. Uh, yeah. And then we just keep going back from them. Quick succession back to the demons and the demons are putting more stuff on buddy's head well no, the real estate the couple like it's literally every minute the real estate agent uh uh traps sidekick and doctor lady in the yeah. in the unfinished condo in the mid-construction condo and then explains the entire evil plan that uh randall has in store saying that oh he's leading him into a power plant and he's gonna zap him and they're gonna win and it's all over for you assholes. It's, it's almost like using a, um, you know, a, a clip in After Effects or something to, to, to like symbolize electricity going through somebody's body is way cheaper than almost any other kind of effect. <laughs> and that's why we keep getting multiple like hurting people with electricity moments yeah. in this show. Yeah. But they then, couldn't even cut that guy's fucking costume to make it look like he got cut by a sword. Like, not at all. I Phil. get that you don't want him to. Maybe it's a TV show that's supposed to air during the day. You know, you don't want to offend anybody. There but uh, she, the real estate agent, leaves Doctor and the sidekick. But the sidekick figures out that I can go through this drywall pretty well. well yeah, because again, it's an unfinished place. Like that's. <laughs> it just so happens the one thing that is completely finished are all the windows, doors, and locks. Yeah. Um, but so not one of the walls that they can like get to into the hallway. Out, I can get through a wall. I have a bad relationship with my parents. <laughs> what, he 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 you know he references MacGyver. MacGyver. Like, I saw it in MacGyver once. You know that famous episode of MacGyver where he breaks Busts the through wall. wall. And then she's like, what's MacGyver? And I'm like, oh. Again, a better show. <laughs> better what's show. MacGyver? Classic. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> the he, other guy. He could do MacGyver, though. If they brought it back, I would believe it. No, they got they got young MacGyver I now. I know, and MacGruber or whatever, too. Whatever, <laughs> fuck all that shit. But anyway, so she explains all the things to them, and they're like, oh, no. Reveals the out. plot. Um, and then he's like, I'll just fucking kick through the wall. And he does, because it's like not even, it's like literally not even drywall, what you're looking at. No, it's drywall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it busts through. In front of the drywall. Oh, it's insulation. Insulation. So he moves the insulation in front of one <laughs> level of drywall, apparently. <laughs> through into the hallway, hallway so they can get out. So they can get out. Um, then we cut back to the demons who are feeling like, oh no. Uh, I guess it, they're basically arguing over who's going to win their bets. Yeah. Um, one of them is betting on uh, Omrico and the other one's betting, betting on uh, betting on Brett and Randall. then we cut back <laughs> and we see Randall literally biting a fucking like two inch thick cable, <laughs> <and> cable. <laughs> generating power <laughs> and then taking that said power line into the uh, uh, hilarious House of Frightenstein yeah. style set this, of a power this plant power plant is a warehouse full of like Tesla coils fake Tesla coils and, like random like carnival-esque pieces uh, capacitors, of capacitors yeah fake shit like that like, it could be like literally where they keep stuff that they would use for a science like a space station or something you know for whatever sets that's the vibe i get it was this a storage it was a yeah. storage hall 
Amiko, who we thought left, is actually sitting inside yeah. the whole time. Sitting at, again, looks like Chernobyl's control station, basically. <laughs> Like, waiting, uh-huh. waiting, and wait for uh, for Br- uh, for for Lorenzo Lamas to appear. And then Amico's just like, "Ah, oh, Lorenzo Lamas, I've uh, just been waiting to steal <laughs> your your conditioner routine. I don't love you. I've never loved you." And then Randall's there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I got to, I'm gonna. Sorry about this. Yeah." And then he's like, it. "Okay, let's get it on." He's ready to fight him, and then he kicks. A, a thermos of coffee that he strategically placed by the power line, which zaps Lorenzo Lamas, rendering Absolutely him hilarious. rendering him incapable. But like in that great TV way, where he fucking flies thirty feet in the air, he gets electrocuted and flies thirty feet in the air. No, then he back. no, but well, yeah, he does a little bit. This, but then yeah, we get another fun little bit where they go back to that stupid uh, diner, which is filling up with demons. <laughs> Hell's <and> Diner. <laughs> the real estate agent was killed off screen by Randall for her like. I don't know, or she dies off. No, 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 no. She doesn't die. She just transports her away. Because remember, she tells her the the evil plan to the doctor and oh, the sidekick. That's right. And then she like, and then uh, like the short hair is like, you kind of fucked it up. Eh? Yeah, teleports through the wall, and she's like, you're supposed to keep him on ice, and they're like, ice melts. You're gonna be toast. <laughs> like Ugh. that's the line. You need to so go back. And she's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm going to watch it from hell. <laughs> when we come back to Randall, Lorenzo Lamas, and Amico all kind of like talking at each other, doing their best bad guy faces. <laughs> and uh, this is when we get the electrocution bit. Um, takes that as, oh, yeah. And this is where you get the weird. I just need you to see this again. So he's got the broken cable. He spills uh, like a Cantico container. Yeah, the thermos. Full, the thermos <laughs> coffee. of coffee over onto it. So it's like a half a liter of coffee on the ground. That's enough, though, for it to... The, the to suck it to the to power, yeah. To Lorenzo Lamas, who gets blown back. And then Brett's face fucking turns into... I just got to wait for it here. I just want to... I just really want you to see this face again, Josh. This is so fucking great. <laughs> right. Look at that. <laughs> fucking great. Fucking great. For no reason, elongated face? Yeah, his face becomes elongated like a like a cartoon demon. Um, like somebody who would be wearing red pajamas and holding a pitchfork. Uh, Minus the goatee. Briefly, we have not seen this so far with any of the other demons. We've just seen the eye no. thing. So like, I Nobody even... gets makeup apart from the regular makeup. Uh, so Lamas gets electrocuted in a way that if he wasn't immortal, he'd probably be fucking dead. Um, <laughs> but then we keep cutting back and now they're arguing over whether it's time to pay up or not. And then um, they're like, no, no, he's not dead yet. And this is in the, in the diner. Yeah. And then we cut back one more time with eight minutes left in runtime <laughs> to Lorenzo Lamas, who's like fucking chained up to the crucified. capacitor. Yeah, like he's chained up to the crew uh, to the capacitor which again is this giant outdoor looking device basically <laughs> like something you should have to scale to like fix or something but he is he's just tied to it and they're back at the chernobyl station like looking at him like oh we're gonna i don't know kill you some more yeah and the, guy. meanwhile they're still running commentary at in hell's kitchen with the lesser demons and there's like no they gotta make him suffer oh hell's kitchen good yeah and they're, they're like they're pretty much running the commentary of yeah. the writer's room. Like, like, yeah, well, why didn't you just fucking kill McCool? It's, it's like, says, no, we got to make him yeah, suffer. Page one, chapter six, got to make him suffer. Yeah, got to make him suffer. Okay. Um, what the fuck? Are they making him suffer by just saying what they're going to do? Is that suffering? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm suffering. I'm suffering. If you're, they're monologuing. I'm dying here. But uh, Omariko, you find out because she wants to win this bet to kill the immortal kind of fucks over Randall and then cuts one of his chains. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can tell, like, and th- this is from Lorenzo Lamas being such a convincing man, basically telling her, like, hey, you, know, you don't want to do this? Um, and then, yeah, she cuts his chains by literally touching the chain with her finger and yeah. sparks pop off and then the chain falls off. It's actually, considering how bad the effects are on the show, pretty a good. cool effect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For like a TV, for like a 2000 era TV show like it this. It works to, it looked, to move the plot along. It looked along. like she actually cut the thing. Because <laughs> yeah. when she went through it, 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 it would each zap. part broke. Yeah. Right, I get it. And then, um, so she's basically freed him. Randall doesn't know it. And then he's like, oh, fuck you. And he's like, well, no, fuck you. And then they cut back to the demons and our pixie haircut's like, yeah, finally. And the Lorenzo Lamas is like, look, motherfucker, let's go. And then they keep arguing. And then we cut back to our friends who finally have made it there. And they're of no help to anyone. They are just on like a balcony somewhere. Yeah, and he's like, they're afraid to go down. Because like, of course they are. Like, why, why did you even decide to come? Clean the body up. He's immortal or he gets destroyed. They make it a like, point, too, in both episodes that the sidekick kid 
is a coward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's an out and out coward. Well, I feel like the TV goal here is to turn him into like he's gonna finally do the thing and be the guy. I mean, they, they, they and never they get do. There yeah, show, they really. they kind of do. Yeah, they'll they'll play this back and forth. It's that TV thing, right, where nobody actually progresses. Like at the end of the episode, anything <laughs> everybody's got learn, a trope. Yeah, yeah, everything they learn, any changes they make, they just go back to being the same dumb yeah, people. Yeah, it's a, it's a matter of regression, <laughs> right? Uh, but they do show up and vaguely distract our demons and randall realizes he got fucked by amiko so he like throws her yeah smacks her around and then gets his battle axe and starts doing trying to do damage on uh on lorenzo lamas absolutely embarrassing fight scene between (laughs) these two and again when their weapons clash it's as if they have an electrical charge yeah sparks yeah at one point i thought brett had the randall had the that fucking power cord that he chewed off all by himself and was trying to use it against uh, Lorenzo Lamas, but that wasn't the case. It was his shitty fucking Halloween alley, uh, and- Halloween alley axe, and his and mm-hmm. and his katana, and they're fucking just slashing at each other. They end up turning on some of those fucking Tesla coils, and Lorenzo Lamas sends Bret Hart back like into the 40 capac- fucking feet into these. <laughs> Does, oh, he like doesn't that. destroy him; he just l- electrocutes or, him. Electrocutes and then, him. but. He doesn't get a little hellhole. He gets dusted light. like it's fucking Buffy. I don't. Yeah, it's he gets light. the white light. He turns into light, but he's like, turns. Oh, there it goes. And then Miko gets turned into like thrown down the pit. And yeah, that's it. And then Lorenzo Lamas is like, oh, what a day. And then <laughs> what a day. Then they're on the pier at one point. Yeah, and heading like, to the Explorer. <laughs> and they oh keep God. doing this bit where like the kid and Lorenzo Lamas speak, speak like different languages, languages yeah. or whatever, and they have been doing this to like talk in front of the doctor without her knowing it yeah and then this last scene they do greek but she's like well i spent a month in in, in, in crete. crete yeah it's all greek to me so, mur, mur, mur. They that was the end that's line. the end of the line uh, it's all greek to me <laughs> <laughs> and okay that, okay it ends there and but then, then la- final scene yeah they're in the kitchen and the lesser demons have won the day they get all the slave points yeah. All the major demons are All the big their slaves. Demons yeah. are fucked up, and you cut back, and Randall's doing dishes. Yeah, they're doing minor kitchen work and making food. I know, looking real sad about it too, and dirty. And then that <laughs> one guy is like, I thought it was like a sausage link or something. It's not. It's no, it's like a tube for his the cappuccino. Head the, the head in the bowl is like, yeah, this giant tube. It's like a pile of tubing. One piece of it's going into his mouth though, and one is drifted over the side of a cappuccino cup, and he's just drinking out. Making her way. It's like end scene. That's your end of your season one. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I don't know. I got. Uh, I don't know. Not much to say. Josh, what are what what's do you give this uh, this second episode of The Immortal? <laughs> Lorenzo Lamas vehicle from the year two thousand. Uh, two out of a possible ten. <laughs> two out of possible ten. Uh, busting through drywall and making a macgyver references to a better There's, show it's really amazing we've only watched two episodes and i don't expect and this, that'll be it <laughs> and i don't expect the show to have big long involved plots but it's 40 minutes of tv 44 44 45 minutes of tv and it's just it just feels like they've got 10 minutes of anything any of actual like stuff they actually want to do so the whole show seems to be them kind of cutting back and forth between people having the same conversations over and over again yeah. to to stretch time before they do the thing they inevitably do and both episodes just kind of end you know <laughs> like the first one just kind of ends in the silliest way where he literally gets a phone call he's like oh i gotta go somewhere else yeah because again we know these demons can be killed and then come back yeah so like he could have died there and then come back but they didn't even bother doing that much it's like, yeah. okay see you later Go satan here. my boss calls and uh i gotta go it's just Vince McMahon on the other end. <laughs> Who do you think it is? <laughs> no way, man. It's Eric Bischoff. This is 2000. Oh, it's Eric right. Bischoff. Eric Bischoff's calling. He we need been, you back for thunder. <laughs> he might have been signing some checks, but he was never anybody's boss. Oy, oy, oy. I, I just don't even know. I You can't rate this. I'm I, trying to rate this. I can't I rate this. I didn't, I didn't fucking rate the first one, did I? No, you didn't. No, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to go with whatever you picked for both of them. I can't come up with anything better. It's, uh, we we just did this for a laugh. We, we needed to, we needed some, to kick around some things. Some talk previously about wanting to get to this before when we watched the other having uh, no reference to this yeah and like you know we were maybe gonna do the new a uh a and e documentary yeah uh for rivals for brett versus uh, austin Austin. and we'll probably do that in the future here but 
Um, I think to some degree, you just kind of wanted to get this out of the way. At one point, we're going to do one episode and then then maybe a match. But after that first episode, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, we can't do this a second week. No, I'm not doing <laughs> I guess this two I'm in a row. Myself to this. No. I, no one's going to listen to this episode. And it's I don't gonna, know. Like, we'll hype it to be funny. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think, honestly, I think the Lonesome Dove episodes are some of my favorite that we did. I love that, yeah. But, like, if you actually look at our views, people are not interested. People would rather watch a random episode of, like, Monday Night Raw from 1997 or 1996 than they want to watch this review. Uh, But we'll see. I I propose... uh, This is my final thoughts on this show. Who is this for? Why is it so ripped off? Like, we were reading the IMDb trivia, and the only sole trivia point for this show was that it borrowed heavily from the Highlander TV series, plot points, characters. Mm-hmm. You're robbing Highlander? Like, I didn't realize... And the Highlander McLeod TV show, which sucked. isn't good. Like, no. no, it sucked. And I don't know it's who Colin this McLeod, right, in the, set, in the TV show? Like Colin Car- Connor? He's got a different name. He's not Connor. They meet up, actually. Oh, yeah, movie, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's right. a different McLeod. Because, again, that's what they... Duncan! Up... Duncan, that's right. Duncan! <laughs> I, do, I do love how the whole premise of the original Highlander, though, is... There can be only Anyone. one. And then every time there is only one left, they're like, oh, we fucked up. There's actually more. more they're on another yeah. planet. Or this guy was hidden in a fucking <laughs> in, a, in a cave somewhere fucking for a thousand Edge years. Fucking Edge was a Highlander. I never knew this existed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never saw yeah, it on yeah. TV. No idea. No idea. I would have known about Brett being on a show. I knew about the Lonesome Heart shit. I just happened Lonesome to come across <laughs> a clip when I was looking for information on Lonesome Dove of Brett dressed like fucking Triple H uh, kissing a real estate agent. And I was like, what? We're going to watch this. Yeah. Like, I remember it. I was literally like sitting on my toilet looking at my phone. And I was like, I can't wait to fucking tell Josh about this. Yeah. Piece and then shit. you texted me and I was like, he was yeah. on an episode of Renegade. And he's, it's like, no. he's like, no, it's not Renegade. It's a different show for some reason. And really, what's the difference? What's the difference in characters between who he played in renegade and what he plays in the immortal his glasses are smaller so jean jacket motorcycle renegade man bus leather overcoat in the immortal i can tell you i look forward to never talking about this show ever (laughs) but i'm glad we did except when like you know i'll be on twitter one day and somebody will be like hey i wish brett did more tv that would have been funny and i'm like well well have you seen this but this isn't the end of his tv runs we've got one more thing really when it comes to television well i guess not there's a there's a tv show which is a a canadian produced show called sinbad which was very hercules or xena-esque yeah and Um, young hercules (laughs) yes i guess it was like that other show which like those shows as well thanks josh and uh they and Brett has a one-off, like I think it's literally like a cameo role in one episode. And then we also, of course, have Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Kids, which if you do not know, was also a fucking syndicated TV show for a little while. Yeah. Um, Based on the popular movie series. Yeah. And he shows up with Owen. They play, yeah. they play brothers. brothers. They play themselves. They them- Is it themselves? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. I love that. I didn't realize. Oh, man. I can't wait to cover it. Man. I can't believe we covered this. It's, uh, it was something. Well, Josh. Yo. That is all. <laughs> in the meantime and in between time this has been another thrilling episode of the Pink and Black Playback tune in next week same Brett time same Brett channel adios, adios.